welcome to episode two of Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. I'm one of your hosts, Polly. And I'm your other host, Shelby. Uh, so just to get us started here, I had a kind of serious question. Okay. So I don't want to bring us down too far, but here is my question. How long is too long to have Christmas decorations <laughs> up? I'm just asking for a friend. Okay. What uh, thoughts? So, um, I may still have Christmas lights around the banister of my deck with red sparkly bows um, and the banisters. Okay. So, Good. Good. I don't know if that's appropriate, <laughs> but that's what's happening at my house. None of my internal, my internal, my yes. inside, <laughs> inside lights, inside lights and decorations, those are all down. Okay. They've been not, they're in boxes, but they haven't been moved to the garage yet, mostly because the outside lights are still up. Yeah. I'm having what? a hard, well, my friend is having a hard time <laughs> oh, right. deciding right. when to take those Christmas decorations down. Um, I did. I did want to comment that it is. We've had a streak of really warm days in Denver <laughs> that have made it feel nothing like winter. Um, and I did uh, this week see the uh, like the parks employees taking the lights down off of the 16th Street Mall in downtown Denver, mm. and that. Originally, I thought it's maybe not a problem, so the advice I would give to anyone is, whatever, it's fine, people are busy. But then I saw them taking down the city lights, and I <laughs> Which thought... Which is always so much later. So here, here's actually what I have heard, is that you, it is permissible to have Christmas decorations up, and actually you are supposed to keep them up until after the stock show for... Denver Metro specific residents or all of Colorado? Uh, let's say all of Colorado. Why not? Okay. <laughs> the stock show was a few weeks ago. <laughs> okay. So, just, you know. All right. Just well, tell your friend that. Yeah. We'll work on that. Um, aside from Christmas decorations still being up in February, uh, what's new with you, Polly? It is February, isn't it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> I need to take my lights down. Yep. They're not on. That makes it better, right? I don't know. Okay. Um, well, to follow up that disappointing news, I have more disappointing news. I did not watch the uh, series premiere of The Slap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've let everyone down. I'm sorry. I am let down, but I also didn't watch it. Um, but we we did find out interesting news Um one bit of news that makes me think I will watch it, which is that Don Kiefer uh, from yes. the newsroom, or yes. rather, uh, what is his name? Thomas Sadowski, perhaps? Sadowski. Uh, who played Don Kiefer on the newsroom is in the slap, and that it's a miniseries, not a whole, like, never-ending show. Yeah, the fact that it's based on a book or a novel made me decide that it would be okay. I was like, yeah. they can't have this a well, new series to replace parenthood. Right. Of about- which we still don't know the premise, and we did not bother to look up yet. No. No. So someone slaps a child, <laughs> and then drama ensues. Okay. So maybe it's next time be fabulous. we could have an update. 
I promise. I pledge that I will have watched at least the premiere by the next time we record. Okay. I think that sounds fair. I will give a full report back. That sounds great. (laughs) Um, For today, I wanted to because uh, you know that I love movies. I wanted to spend some time uh, talking about the 87th Academy Awards that are coming up and all of the movies we did or didn't watch and some of our predictions. I hate movies. That's a lie. Um, (laughs) I think you've run into this a couple times, too, where Mike and I absolutely love movies, first of all, um, and we love seeing them in the theater, like very specifically. And so I think... A particular theater, in fact. (laughs) There is a particular theater. We drive out to uh, Broomfield, I think it is technically. I think it's actually Louisville. Either way, yeah. it's the AMC in the Flatirons Mall, <laughs> up so 36. far from you. Um, it is so far from downtown where we live um, because you can reserve your seats online so you don't have to worry about, like, when because we go to movies during opening weekend a lot um, and we like to have prime seats, there's no, like, <laughs> sitting in the front or way in Ugh. the back. Like, that's ridiculous. Um but so you can reserve seats at this theater and they're full, like automatic recliners. <laughs> and it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, so, anyway, so we go to the movies a lot and we've had times where, like, a couple weeks after a movie comes out, friends will, like, call us or text and be like, hey, like, let's do a double date and go to this movie. And we'll be like, oh, we already saw that one. And then they're like, okay, how about, like, XYZ this one? And we're like, oh, already saw that one too. <laughs> um, However, and this will lead into why my predictions are going to be ridiculous, we were really bad this year about, like, getting out to see some of the movies that are um, nominated for Academy Awards. So keep that in mind when you hear about my predictions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see. Okay. So last year, just to give a little recap... Um, what did you see last year? Were you... We saw a lot of movies last year, but in terms of, like, the big awards winners, the only one we really saw that won a bunch was Gravity. Mm. The other ones that I really loved last year, um, I really liked American Hustle and August Osage County and obviously frozen i do believe that won a couple um <laughs> probably like best sound but like some of yeah some of my favorite movies of last year uh, didn't win a lot so gravity is really the big one from last year that i remember what about for you um so i saw all of the major films um except 12 years a slave um because i didn't think i could stomach 12 years a slave john has since watched it and okay loved it i don't think is the right way to talk about a movie like that but um he knew that i would never it was one of those movies where we'd be going through looking for movies to rent and he'd be like what about 12 years a slave i'm like i'm not really in the mood i'm not ready for that ready he was like you were never going to be in the mood i'm like you're right (laughs) 
that's fair. I also have never seen that, even though it was like free on HBO for a while. It's like yeah. just not the right night for this. Nope. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Dallas Buyers Club. Um, I really, really enjoyed her um, oh, with Joaquin Phoenix. It was yeah. amazing. And then on a totally different kind of planet, almost of movies, Nebraska was really, really fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street, which I saw with my parents. I do not recommend <laughs> going and seeing The Wolf of Wall Street with your parents. Okay. And I think my parents would agree that they maybe would not have wanted to watch the movie with me. Fair. That, but, that's oh, good advice. An, an okay film for – I don't okay. – film probably isn't the right word. <laughs> series of action shots. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure. We didn't see that. With, you know, spaces of the F word. So, you know. Okay. And drug use. Just to balance it all out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that gives kind of a taste of the movies we saw last year and uh, what we liked. Uh, What? So I want to jump right into, obviously, like, the the kind of biggest category, which is Mm -hmm. Best Picture. Yes. Um, So the three of the Best Picture that I saw were Boyhood, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Imitation Game. Um, I enjoyed all of them. Um, And I do want to dig into Imitation Game a little bit more because I don't think that's one that you had seen. I haven't seen it yet. Um, So Imitation Game, I actually is not my prediction or what I want to win Best Picture, but I really enjoyed it. Um, so Benedict Cumberbatch uh, doing kind of the biopic of Alan Turing, um, kind of crazy computer code during the war and very interesting, um, very well done and well acted. What I thought was interesting, though, reading about it afterwards is that um, – one of, one of the critics from Variety actually had a great kind of quote about it that helped help me figure out how I would want to like describe it <laughs> or um, like recommend it to you. Uh, which so Scott uh, Fondis uh, from Variety said that the movie is undeniably strong in its sense of a bright light burned out too soon, and so I think that. Benedict Cumberbatch does a really great job of um, kind of being Alan Turing in this time um, and and the struggles that he goes with um, having to hide his homosexuality, having a very unique personality and way that his brain works very outside the norm. Um, And so I really like that. There have been a lot of critiques about this one that there were a lot of historical liberties taken with it. Mm -hmm. And so... To me, in one way, that's kind of why I don't want it to win Best Picture. It was a great film. It was really entertaining. It brought important stories kind of into the news. But there have been some critics that that are really kind of blasting it on the historical liberties that were taken and some that have actually said that Kira Knightley, um, some of Turing's family have said that Kira Knightley was wrongly cast mm. and she plays the love interest um of alan i mean not really love interest but they're engaged for a time and it's kind of a facade that he's putting on um but the movie plays up that romantic interest and role and makes her kind of a very sexualized character which 
was apparently not really how it how it played out so i thought that was interesting but it's definitely worth a watch um so my my prediction and hope is for boyhood Mm -hmm. though i also think american sniper um or birdman could win so those are my predictions what are what of the best picture did you see Uh, um (laughs) so i've seen selma grand budapest hotel and whiplash okay none of those movies will win best picture (laughs) which which one of those three was your like favorite which one do you want to win um i'd probably say i mean i think selma should win um similar to what you were saying with imitation game people are upset about selma and how it took liberties um mm-hmm. with history uh i don't know if that's something that should be considered or you like should be a negative against yeah it. i i mean uh argo won and argo was that's true i mean a fantastic film and also <clears throat> excuse me uh took a lot of liberties yeah um the main character um was uh uh uh, ben Affleck, and the man in in real life is Hispanic. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, even in that, like, just in a casting decision, like, but it still won Best Picture, and I don't think that's a that's problem. a good point. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, Selma was incredibly powerful. Um, lots of tears. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I think really important. Um, I just I think it's something that people should see and i think from the films that i saw anyway that it should win best picture okay um, that being said i'm watching boyhood tonight yes i'm getting <laughs> ready for like what the three-hour movie that it is <laughs> I, I don't remember how maybe maybe two hours and 40 minutes okay i'm glad we shaved that 20 minutes off it's so good though <laughs> well i mean if you're gonna film a movie over 12 years i, I think i'm okay with it being yeah. nearly three hours so. you're going to want more like it's going to end and you're going to want more story okay i think um which yeah i mean just going to kind of boyhood and why you will find in following categories why i want it to win a lot um <laughs> i just i thoroughly enjoyed and became so engaged in seeing these people grow up, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the main character grow up in those 12 years. And the adults do as well, some of them more noticeably than others. But I'm going to let you experience that for yourself. <laughs> okay. um, but, yeah, you just become so engaged in the family and the dynamics. And I think similar to what we were saying about parenthood um, the other week is that there is drama and you know it's a movie or you know a dramatic portrayal of life but in boyhood i do think they keep it very very real and so there were there are a couple scenes that i can think of so i'd love to talk to you about it once you've seen it but there's like one scene in particular i can think of where because you know you're watching a movie Mm -hmm. you expect there to be this very dramatic scene at this one point and like they're going to react a certain way and there's going to be this big fight and then there isn't because <laughs> that's not that's not really how everyone reacts to situations in yeah. their life yeah um and so there's a lot of different instances of that that i think cool. are really really great so that's why uh 
you'll hear me say that I want Boyhood <laughs> to win in basically every category. Um, but okay, so that's Best Picture. So actor in a leading role. Um, I have seen exactly zero of these movies and they are so it's Steve Carell for Foxcatcher Bradley Cooper for American Sniper Benedict Cumberbatch for Imitation Game Michael Keaton for Birdman and Eddie Red Redmane is that how you I don't oh yeah I think it's Redmane but Redmane there we go for Theory of Everything (laughs) Eddie (laughs) for Theory of Everything and I haven't seen any of the movies um so I don't know. And I was reading an article that said that Jake Gyllenhaal should have been considered for his role in Nightcrawler. Yeah. Which I did see. Um, And it was one of those movies that I couldn't... It was very uncomfortable. Really? Very uncomfortable. Okay. Um, Which, I mean, speaks to how great of an actor he was, because I hated him. Yeah. I got that sense from the preview. He's not a good person, and that there's no. It's not even an anti-hero type thing. He's like, got I'm that not crazy look for in his him. eye. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I could see how maybe he would have been overlooked for that, but otherwise, I, I have no opinion in this category. Okay. <laughs> um, going in a theme of making predictions, even though I have no, <laughs> no experience or authority to do so, I. I honestly, I think that it's going to go to Bradley Cooper in American Sniper. Um, one of the IndieWire articles that I was reading about the awards, uh, that's uh, their prediction. However, they did say there was this really interesting piece that whoever wins this award, like this category for the Screen Actors Guild Award, always wins Oh. In the Academy Award, which would be Eddie from Theory of Everything. Good old Eddie. Um, but I still, I'm still interested to see if Bradley Cooper picks it up for American Sniper because I don't think it's going to win Best Picture, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to get some nods in other, other places. Um, and I did. I also saw an article about Jake Gyllenhaal getting snubbed for that that role, but mm-hmm. again, like I, I wanted to see it, and the more I saw the preview for Nightcrawler. The more I got creeped out in yeah. just the preview and was like, I'm not sure I want to pay $15 to see this in the theater. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. You had the same, <laughs> same perspective on yes. this. Uh, what about actress in a leading role? There's some great actresses nominated in this category. There, there were. Um, uh, I, so I, I would love. Reese Witherspoon to yes. win. We saw, I mean, we, we saw Wild together. So. We did see Wild together. And it's one of our favorite yes. books. Yes. Um, and movie was... And the movie was great. Really good. Um, and I thought she was really awesome in it. I thought she played uh, Cheryl Strayed quite well um, based on reading the book and kind of the character. I mean, it's not a character. It's who she was. But yeah. um, who she was then, I feel like Reese really kind of captured it yeah yeah so i i i would like to see her um i think that julianne moore is gonna win um i have not seen her movie still um, alice still alice yeah um i will not see her movie <laughs> because i will cr- literally i will i was crying during the preview like so- as soon as they mentioned alzheimer's i was like done yeah <laughs> can't can't see this movie anymore i'll so just stop i went through and and thought i would really love to see reese um 
win for Wild. I'd also be happy with Rosamund Pike winning for Gone Girl, which mm-hmm. we also saw together <laughs> yes. um, after both reading the book and loving it um, for different differently. It's a weird book, um, <laughs> but I I think that Rosamund Pike played that role in Gone Girl so so well. Mm-hmm. I agree. It could not have been um, just a better creepy, crazy portrayal. So I I really loved her performance in that. And then I read a couple articles that said that that actress in a leading role is basically Julianne Moore's award to lose. What? How can And I thought, like... It's not like a football game. I know. I didn't quite understand. It's already been acted. If it's her award to lose, I'm, I'm unclear. So that's probably a really bad description. But it made me think I should at least see the preview for this movie <laughs> since I, ha- I wasn't going to have time to see the movie. Mm-hmm. So I watched the preview and I think it says a lot that based on a two-minute clip, I think she's going to win and I think she deserves yes. it. Yes. No, it's the same um, for me. I mean, I... Playing, yeah, uh, still Alice, so playing a character... Um, this woman who at a fairly young age with children in college and I think just a little bit past college um, has early onset Alzheimer's and what that's like. And it's going through her life with her husband and her kids. And I haven't like looked too much more into it, but again, like based on the short clip, I think it's fair that that she's being kind of called out as the front runner. Yeah. Um, so I won't be surprised. I'd love Reese or Roseman to win, yeah. but I, I wouldn't either. Um, so for best director, I, again, I haven't, I haven't seen these movies. Well, I did see um, the grand Budapest hotel, um, but I, I just think boyhood should win um, because it was filmed over 12 years. <laughs> That's, and any director that's quite that, an like, investment. Yeah. And I mean it's it's clearly a, a, a fantastic film I've heard from many people. So I you know, my yeah, pulling it out of my back pocket. Um I and again I saw the Grand Budapest Hotel. I I like Wes Anderson. I actually really really enjoyed the Grand Budapest Hotel. It was my favorite of his um for in recent history. Um, I don't know that he needs to win best director for it though. I didn't find it that it was a Wes Anderson film. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that is really hard. I definitely am throwing my, uh, my vote, which counts for nothing uh, to Richard uh, Linklater for boyhood. Really? You're going to vote for boyhood? I know. Oh, is is anyone surprised by this? Uh, I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. Shocked, shocked for boyhood vote. Um, I will say that he won the golden globe, in this category as well. And I think that he also deserves the Oscar. Great. What a surprise. Woo. <clears throat> Let's go to some that aren't for boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, so supporting roles, actor and actress. Um, so I saw Whiplash. I truly believe that J.K. Simmons should win for Best Supporting Actor. He was phenomenal. Okay. Like terrifying I, just a phenomenal character, and he did a really, really great job. Um, so I highly recommend one scene Whiplash, and then J.K. Simmons should definitely win. Awesome. Um, I will just uh, switch over to Best Supporting Actress, which even though Patricia Arquette from Boyhood 
is nominated in this category, <laughs> and she's totally been cleaning up all of the other award shows. So it's it's likely she could win, but I would really love to see Laura Dern win mm. for her supporting role in Wild. Yeah. Um, I think that would be awesome. It would be. But when I was thinking through this category and if I was just going to vote for Patricia Arquette because of Boyhood (laughs) or really because I like Laura Dern's um, performance in Wild, what do you think? Like how do you decide, again, with the disclaimer that our votes mean nothing and they're just for fun, um, how do you decide like how you pick your votes? So like if Boyhood is – sweeping all of the other award shows does that make you want other people to win the oscars or do you want them to have this like strong year and it it doesn't have to be boyhood it can be (laughs) any other film example um but i think it's a matter of like your favorite or the best movie sweeping all the categories that they deserve or spreading out the love of Well, I think the Academy has already decided that they're going to pick the people that they love, and a lot of them are white, old, and male. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But we don't have to get into those politics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I mean, I I think if it deserves to win, it deserves to win. I do think in the selection process, they've already picked their winners. Yeah. Um, And you can argue if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, You know, noticing that Selma's hardly on any of these categories for best actor, supporting actor, actress, supporting actress. It's kind of... There was a pretty big outcry about that as well. Um, And it made me actually, speaking of the the Selma piece and and where they were nominated or where they were uh, potentially snubbed, I wanted to look up and I looked up and just thought this was really fascinating. I have no follow-up comment to this, <laughs> just like pure factual like interesting facts about the Oscars mm-hmm. that the first black actress to win an award was Hattie McDaniel in 1940 and she won best supporting actress for Gone with the Wind. And then Halle Berry won in 2002 for Best Actress for Monsters Ball. So that wasn't until 2002 that a black actress won Best I mean, Actress. Best Actress. And then the the first um, black actor to win, excuse me, was Sidney Poitier, uh, Best mm-hmm. Actor, Lilies of the Field. That was in 1963. And then Denzel Washington also won for Best Actor in 2002 for Training Day, which was nearly 40 years after Sydney. Uh, and in his, uh, I read in Denzel's acceptance and like thank you mm-hmm. speech, he said like it's been 40 years I have been chasing Sydney wow. Poitier's yeah. win, and 40 years later is the first time now that. Um, that a black actor has has won again for best actor. So I think that's just it's it's interesting to me and I again like I probably a topic for a whole other yeah. <laughs> show um with some guests guests maybe um but I think it is really telling especially mm-hmm. with the outcry after kind of the snubs that yeah. Selma got. Yeah. No, I definitely that's how I feel, but I to kind of with that though, I do think you know, I haven't seen Boyhood yet. Um, I'm just going off of how amazing I've heard it is from yeah. not just critics, but friends and family. Um, and if it's that epic and that amazing and the actors are truly that spectacular and the production is that great, then yeah, it yeah. should it should win. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I 
I think the selection process and how we pick who are who are in our categories, I think, would be interesting to know, which we never will. Yeah, <laughs> it's secret. <laughs> it's just how it works. Yep. <laughs> um, I was. Yeah, I mean, I think just like personally, when I try to vote, I always think about that, like thinking that Bradley Cooper might win for best actor mm-hmm. because he won't. They won't win for best picture and that sort of thing. Yeah. I always. It's always just like, like that that back thought of like yeah. well since we're not gonna give him best picture, yeah. let's let's throw him a little bone here. <laughs> right. I never know. So I always just take a gamble when I'm making my own picks, which is usually just a competition with myself or friends yeah. to see like how many you can get right. Yeah. Um one of the others that I did like really want to talk about and look into it and recommend was in the foreign language film category. I mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to watch all of them. I've watched one, <laughs> um, but a handful of them are for rent or on uh, Netflix. And Ida um, is on Netflix right now. I D A Ida. It's a Polish film. Uh, it has a ninety six percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. That's awesome. This is actually a two thousand thirteen film that was nominated then this year um, about a a young woman who has been raised in a Catholic convent, is about to take her vows to become a nun, and um, one of the sisters at the convent shares who her aunt is and says, you actually, you know, you've been here since birth, but you have a living aunt. Here is her name. Before you take your vows, you have to go see her and learn about your family. Mm. And she goes and does that and meets her aunt and learns that she is actually Jewish. And um, in, like, this is in, um, she was born during, like, Nazi occupation. And mm-hmm. um, the film takes place in the early 60s then. And so finds her aunt, finds out that her, she and her family are Jewish and she's about to take her vows to become a Catholic nun. Oh, And so it goes through this very interesting dynamic of her getting to know her aunt and going back to learn more about her parents and her family and what happened to them and why she was still alive. Um, wow. And, and they weren't and how she got to the convent in the first yeah. place. Um, so it just – it was absolutely kind of chilling and haunting in a way. I didn't even notice until about 20 minutes in that the film is in black and white. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's because I'm not observant, but the story <laughs> is so immediately gripping that like the color or choices that are used is not a distraction in some way. So there are some scenes where you're paying attention to the scenery, but really it's the dialogue and it's very character driven. It is a mm-hmm. lot slower. Yeah. Um obviously than some like most US films. So there's a lot of long pauses in the dialogue <laughs> and silence is used really effectively. Um but it was really great. I I turned it on last night because I noticed that it was free on Netflix and immediately stopped multitasking like this was not a film to multitask or do anything else in like i just realized after the hour and a half that i was just sitting there like (laughs) quietly engrossed in this film so awesome um i'll have to check it out yeah i'll have to check out the others but i would be happy to see it get awards especially with that 96 percent rating on Rotten tomatoes it's been really well received Received. and it's really great cool Um, one of the other (laughs) 
I don't know if there were other categories. Those were kind of the main ones that I wanted to talk about. You don't want to talk about sound editing? Um, well, I, here's, <laughs> here's what I meant to do. I meant to look up the difference between sound editing and the other category that's really similar. Do you know? Are you looking at the list? Um, There's two categories that, because I just don't know enough about, like, technical production i could have asked my brother and sister-in-law and i didn't (laughs) so no i don't i don't really have uh predictions for those categories (laughs) that's fine i I don't either oh i will say best song Mm -hmm. um the begin again uh, movie the song from that movie is nominated Ah. and i i loved the movie um I haven't seen songwriters, it. musicians in New York, I think, just oh, like Oh, I've okay. I've a seen lot the preview, about like but. getting out of the corporate songs online and um nonsense and just like getting down to the music and they these two very unlikely partners team up and record music all over in all different locations and That's it's just a really beautiful like music oriented film so i really loved it um i i don't know if you saw this and we'll have to we'll put a link in the show notes but rolling stone did a video where (laughs) kids reenacted the best picture (laughs) oh i haven't seen it yet all of the best picture (laughs) nominations um are reenacted by kids we'll put the link in the show notes it's amazing it's just like little kids with like mustaches on and like reenacting all of the different scenes from like <laughs> like just like a quick clip from like Selma and then yeah, American and Sniper then goes and through it all. That's awesome. The one in the the parody they do of American Sniper um, touches on the issue with like the fake baby in one of the scenes. Oh, I haven't seen American Sniper, There's, so I haven't seen it either. But there was a whole article and this kind of outcry that in one of the scenes they use like a doll. An, an actual doll instead of an actual human baby in the scene and it becomes like really noticeable at some point oh i'm not sure whose fault in the filmmaking process I'm, that was i'm glad there's outcry about that there was huge outcry <laughs> and mocking of it and the parody addresses it and <laughs> and it's extra funny because it's little it. children I'll yeah to watch it when we're done <laughs> That's awesome. I'm really excited to see how many of our predictions, because we are very informed and (laughs) um, obviously have the best votes. Yeah. So I'll be, I'm excited to see how, how we, how our score ranks up. Yeah. Um, We should put, um, maybe we can fill out, we'll fill out online ballots and put a link to them on the show notes so that we can, uh, once you release this, everyone can see where our where our predictions yeah, are and how how right or potentially very wrong we are. Yeah, just like the Super Bowl. <laughs> that prediction. In all fairness, I did technically win. No, you got the point wrong. You got the spread but wrong. I said that the Patriots were going to win. You got the, the spread is wrong, so it doesn't matter uh, if you lose to. That game was a loss for the world. It was. Everything about it was terrible. It really, really was. Um, well, I think... That is all I have. Yeah. So if you are good, we can wrap up. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. I do have one um, <laughs> one quick birthday shout out. The little baby of my friend Christy is turning one ah! on the 19th. Yay. So later this week. 
Um, I guessed her birth date correctly when she was born, and I was the only one of friends and family to guess the right date. Um, I also pretend that she's named after me. I was so, just going to say. <laughs> happy birthday, Elizabeth May. I realize this is setting a terrible precedent for the show. Uh, so with that, I'm going to quickly move on. Uh, thank you all so much for the great feedback and the positive reception of our first show uh, when we launched the other week. We're so glad you're tuning in. I did want to say um, be sure to check out some of our partner shows on Sunrise Robot. And if you want to learn more about uh, Sunrise Robot and how that got started, you can check out Flipping Tables, episode 52, hosted by Michael Edwards and David Lyons. Uh, They just talk all about how the network came to be and where that started, which is really exciting. Uh, I also just have to say thank you for all of the texts and Facebook messages and all of it. I actually literally just got a text while we're recording from a friend (laughs) telling me she just started watching Parenthood. so yay. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and also commenting on um, my engagement story and yeah. a piece that she didn't know about. So it's been really great hearing um, from all of you guys. And we want to keep hearing from you um, what you like, what you don't like. Questions um, you want us to address. Yeah, anything, um, any topics that you'd like us to cover. And we will consider everything carefully. <laughs> yes. Um, where can people find you on the internet to do that, Polly? You can find me um, on Twitter at Polly Ann K. And you can find me at Shelby Elizabeth. Make sure to uh, check out Sunrise Robot in our show notes. Uh, you can support the Sunrise Robot Patreon at patreon.com slash sunrise robot. Uh, also, we rate are our show. We are up on <laughs> iTunes. So head over and rate our show, and that would be awesome. So until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks. Bye, guys.